Holding her breath, LEP recon Captain Holly Short set the double ticks to slow descent. She dropped soundlessly, skimming past the stories, and aimed her weapon at Butler's chest. Nicole, do you want to tell the listeners what our next book is? Absolutely. On the first of next month, we will be reading Artemis Fowl, The Arctic Incident. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Wonder what happens the- in the Arctic. <laughs> this is the second book in the Artemis Fowl series, which we are currently working our way through. Ash, we both know my memory is god-awful. So what do you remember from the Arctic incident? I just remember, uh, I, I, I kid you not, I the only thing that I remembered from the Arctic incident is that at some point, Holly loses, like, some body part. I'm not sure what it is, but just some body part. And I was mortified and I was so upset for like a half of the book until we figure out like what body part she lost. Right. Uh, that's all I remember. <laughs> I remembered that part of it took place in the Arctic. So I was operating on all cylinders. Wow, that was, that's some real context clues there, Nicole. Yes. Well, I also remembered it had a lot to do with his dad, which it does. Would you like me to read the official description from the hardcover for you? Please. If it has anything like the last one with like Attila the Hun, I am, I'm here for it. Unfortunately, there are no comparisons to James Bond in this one. No. Fine. The world's youngest, brightest, and most dangerous criminal mastermind is back. At the start of his second adventure, Artemis is at boarding school in Ireland when he receives an urgent video email from Russia. In it is a plea from a man who has been kidnapped by the Russian mafia, a man Artemis had thought he would never see again, his beloved father. As Artemis rushes to his rescue, he is stopped by a familiar nemesis, Captain Holly Short of the Leprechaun Fairy Police. But this time, instead of battling the fairies, he's going to have to join forces with them if he wants to save one of the few people in the world he loves. This hugely anticipated follow-up to the international bestseller Artemis Fowl takes readers on another thrilling interspecies adventure full of magic, humor, and heart. You know, that is very similar to what's on the back of my paperback. So A plus, A plus. On the back of my paperback, I just have various uh, praise for Artemis Fowl. Sorry, on the back of my hardcover, I just have various praise for Artemis Fowl quotes. Um, you and I have a few different ones. You don't have the time.com one on yours, correct? I do not. <laughs> It's the very last blurb on the back of the original hardcover. And they describe it as racy, playful, and very funny, which is an interesting word choice for a middle grade novel. What? I, j- I mean, that kind of goes up there with the Publishers Weekly one, which is a cracking good read. 
Like, what does that, what does that even mean? We understand, like, a cracking good read is, that's just slang for, like, a very good read. Like, I've heard, like, a cracking good time before. Racy, racy's a choice to describe this book. I mean, I think maybe they meant, like, because he's racing to save Mm. his his father. It's, like, racy. It's, like, you know. I think uh, the (laughs) Time.com reviewer and I have the same feelings about Opal Cowboy. That is my <laughs> that is my guess about the situation. Oh, uh, you you might be right. You might be right. But wait, Opal Cowboy is in the next one. <gasps> well, listeners, I guess we're going to find out who this Opal Cowboy is on the first of next month. Are y'all excited? I'm very excited to talk about my evil, evil wife. Uh, join us. Read the book if you want to. Don't read the book if you don't want to. We'll be summarizing it play by play for you. And we look forward to chatting about it uh, sort of with you uh, very soon. Yeah. Happy reading or not. <laughs> 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 <A> wonderful time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>